Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Hartsville, Alabama with my new friend Connie Pearson, the author of 100 Things to Do in Huntsville in North Alabama Before You Die by Reedy Press. Connie was born in nearby Athens and raised her family in Hartsville. She says that faith, family, and football are the hallmarks of North Alabama life. In this episode, Connie and I talk about visiting the Alabama Jubilee Hot Air Balloon Festival, the story behind Tom's Wall, and catching a show at the Princess Theater. You hear about these three amazing experiences, plus so much more. If you know someone that wants to visit Alabama, I'd love it if you share this episode with them. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Hartzell. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Using airline miles and hotel points makes travel affordable, but keeping track of all those loyalty programs can be a challenge. That's why I use AwardWall to track my miles and points balances, reservations, and special goodies like free hotel night certificates and airline companion passes. Having everything in one easy-to-use dashboard helps ensure that I don't lose any rewards and makes logging into my accounts super easy. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash AwardWallet to start your free account. Hey, Connie, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you today, Lee? Everything's going great. So today we're talking about Hartzell and Florence and Athens, Decatur, Coleman. We're talking about all these uh, great cities that are in northern Alabama that are just outside of the Huntsville area. Like I, I've been here in, in Nashville for about four years now, and I'm trying to like, branch out and explore these areas. And Huntsville's an amazing city, but I think there's a lot of like value and like really cool, unique things you can do in some of these like smaller cities surrounding the, that bigger city. I totally agree because that's that's where my heartland is, and those cities are towns around Huntsville. Right on. So, what's your connection to the area? Well, I was born in Athens, Alabama. I won't even name the year, but a considerable amount of time ago, my husband was born in Decatur, which is close by. Then, when uh, he was a vet student, and we were engaged, and I said, "Well, where do you want to open your practice?" your veterinary practice. And he said, well, I think I'd like to do either Hartzell or Australia. And I said, well, let's start in our Hartzell and see how that goes. <laughs> and, and so we ended up being there for 30 years and that's where we reared our children. So North Alabama is where I feel like I understand the culture and the language and the people and the food and just the way of life. It suits us. Wow, that's fantastic. And I know there's some really great food. I can't wait to talk about some of the restaurants a little bit later on. So let's talk about like the weather like throughout the year and like, some of the festivals that are happening in like the Hartzell and Florence area. Okay. Well, generally, we have a very moderate, I would say, climate. Uh, it doesn't get real, real cold in the winter, but it does get real, real hot in the summertime. I think it's more of a sweltering, sultry, high humidity summer, but that doesn't last a long time. We maybe have one or two snows a year, two or three inches at a time, nothing big. So that gives us plenty of time for, for great outside festivals. We have the uh, Hot Air Balloon Festival. It's called the Alabama Jubilee. That's in Memorial Day weekend. People come from all over with their hot air balloons. And it's a wonderful spectacle. You always just hope that the winds are going to cooperate. And they have a three-day festival for that. And the Spirit of America Festival is in Decatur at 4th of July. And that's a huge, huge event. 
and the WC Handy Festival is in Florence. It's a 10-day music festival in the summertime, and the Helen Keller Festival has its live outdoor drama portraying the life of Helen Keller. And Friday nights are big in North Alabama from May to October. Every Friday night, you can find some kind of free entertainment, like the first Fridays in in Florence or the second Fridays in Coleman or third Fridays in Decatur or all of those different towns have a Friday night that they celebrate and they just kind of close the streets, open up the stores, bring in the food vendors, and you can just go and enjoy your neighbors and get something to eat, antique cars, and it's just a great time. In Hartzell, where I live, we have depot days in September. It's the third Saturday in September every year. And that's the one time we get to close Main Street and uh, open up the shops. And it's a big day full of music and all kinds of vendors. And in Athens, Alabama, the Tennessee Valley Old Time Fiddlers Convention happens every October. It's on the campus of Athens State University and it brings in musicians all kinds of musicians, mostly fiddlers and those dancers, those clog cloggers and stuff oh, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, just have stages all over the campus and people can come and enjoy the music. So they're just festivals everywhere. That sounds so fun. Like I'm just imagining that you mentioned like the Friday nights and it's almost like uh, scenes I've seen like in a movie or like on TV shows where it's like kind of like that older, older time where everybody's just kind of hanging out with, with friends and family, like the devices are put away. So you're not like checking out your iPhone and, and seeing what's going on in social media. You're actually just hanging out with all your friends and, and enjoying the music and, and having a good old time. Right. And I've seen it even in downtown Decatur where they'll have the music going and people just get out on the streets and line dancing together. It's great. It's like a scene from Sweet Home Alabama or something. <laughs> That's so awesome. So let's take a step back. If we're going to come out there and visit, do we fly into Huntsville or like where do we come if we're going to come visit? Well, that, that's the best. That's the closest airport. So Huntsville International, there we have Delta and American Airlines. You would have to go to Birmingham to fly in by Southwest. You can go to Nashville and come down, but you're going to have a about a two-hour drive, two-and-a-half-hour drive ahead of you from the Nashville airport, I think. So Huntsville International Airport is the best place. Yeah, because I, I know – it's about an hour and a half to two hours from here to, to Huntsville, so it's not too bad. Uh, there's lots of different options. Like you said, Like the really depends on what airline you want to be able to fly, right? Yes, exactly. So, And I know that for, for a while, like the Huntsville Airport was, was a pretty expensive ticket because all the, the government contractors that are there at the NASA Space Center there, right? Well, that's true, but I think it has gotten some awards recently. It's been remodeled, and it's beautiful airport, and it's nice and calm, and uh, there are some advantages to flying in and out of Huntsville, for sure. Perfect. Okay, so say we, say we fly into Huntsville, and then from there, to get to some of these cities, uh, like Hartzell and everything, do we rent a car? Do we take public transportation? Uh, how do we get around? Okay, you're going to need a car. Because we're not big on public transportation around here. It's not, it's not a viable option for this area. And it's easy. It's easy to drive. The roads are easy. So with your GPS, you're going to be just fine. Okay. And from what I was looking at the map, it seems like it's, what, maybe about a half an hour or so outside of, outside of Huntsville? Yes. I think I can get to the Space and Rocket Center from my house in 35 minutes. Nice. Okay. And then 
like we like I said, we're we're talking about Hartzell and and Florence and some of these other cities. Like like when we're coming to visit, where do you recommend we stay? Is there like some like the name brand hotels, or are there some really cool like like unique mom and pop type of like hotels that are like a little bit outside like the the like the, the cookie cutter yeah. you know, yes. normal ones. Right. And I'm a big fan of not doing the cookie cutter experience if you have a choice. In Florence, they have two beautiful boutique hotels. Now, they're small, so you'll want to make reservations in advance. One is called Gunrunner Boutique Hotel, and the other is the Strickland Hotel. But they're right in the center of the action of Florence, and there's some great shopping on the same street where there are great restaurants there. In downtown Huntsville, a very new, beautiful one is 106 Jefferson. It's right in the downtown area. And then the AC Hotel by Marriott overlooks Big Spring International Park. So those would be two I would recommend. But yes, in all of these towns, you're going to find the chain hotels. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because like a lot of times when I travel, I like to use my hotel night, free nights I get with my credit card or I use my points and, and things like that. Or, you know, again, like... Just sometimes you're you're in a really cool town and you see this really nice boutique property. You want to get that that unique experience. Those are the ones I'd recommend. Yeah. And like you said that that because we each of these towns are so close to Huntsville, it's okay to stay in Huntsville and then just make the the, the quick drive over to any of these different cities to be able to experience all the different attractions or the or the eateries. Yes, they're great for day trips. If you don't want to stay in Decatur, for instance, you could definitely stay in Huntsville and just cross the bridge into Decatur. It's very easy. Okay, perfect. So let's talk about some of the different attractions in, in, in these little cities. Uh, what should we do when we're there visiting? Well, I have 15 grandchildren. So often I think in terms of what families would enjoy or what we've done with those grandchildren that are a lot of fun. The Point Mallard Aquatic Center in Decatur is the oldest wave pool in the country, and it's a great spot. It's right on the Tennessee River, and uh, that wave pool, but they've added all the water slides and lazy rivers and all kinds of stuff. They love that. They also like Spring Valley Beach, which is near Aniana, huge pool area and water slides. The um, Harmony Park Safari is just a barrel of fun. It's a drive-through zoo of sorts. You stop at the gate, you pay your entry fee and get your buckets of feed, and then you start driving at two miles an hour through this Harmony Park Safari, and the animals come up to your vehicle. Well, you can imagine the squeals when <laughs> when the emu is poking his head in the in the door or the yak is licking your windows or all this kind of stuff. The feed is going everywhere. The kids are so excited and uh, it's just a lot of fun, especially for young children. We also like the Alabama Music Hall of Fame in Tuscumbia. It is a, a great place that showcases all these wonderful Alabama musicians and the kids can even make their own CD there. So they can choose from some different songs that they think might be fun and they can make a CD and come out with feeling like a recording artist or something like that. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. But if you're like a couple wanting some kind of romantic evening, I would say dinner at St. McGee's on Bank Street in Decatur would be wonderful. They have New Orleans style food. And then just a short couple of blocks away is the Princess Theater with their live performances and uh, if you've got a performance there, that would also be great. So some from Huntsville, some from Florence, some from Decatur. But those would be my 
suggestions. Nice. So, okay. So uh, a couple of questions. Now you mentioned like the performances at the princess theater. Is it more of like plays or is it more of an orchestra? It's anything. They have just single musicians. They have a full slate of single musicians. You can just go on their website, princess theater and find these or they have comedians, they have historians, they have film series, but they also have musical performances or dramatic performances too. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So that way, you know, every time you go, it can be a different experience. Definitely would be. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay. And then with a Harmony Park Safari, like we actually did something similar to that uh, up in Bowling Green uh, in that area. And it was so cool that literally the camel was like sticking his head into the car. <laughs> yes. and I, I had to put it in a park because I was like, kind of freaking out a little bit, you know, <laughs> and I didn't want to run over the end of the animal. So I had to put it in park because I, I definitely knew my feet were coming off the pedals. <laughs> well, and when a giraffe leans its neck way down, looks in your front windshield, that'll do something to you too. <laughs> it's fun. Lots of fun. Yeah. It's like those great experiences. Like, yeah, it, like you said, maybe a little bit of the feed spills in your car or whatever, but that's fine. You're just going to vacuum later on. And, but it's, it's all about that experience and being able to have like those really fun memories with your kids that they'll be talking about them for months, if not even years about how much fun that was. Yes. And to see them try to imitate those animals later, that is just hysterical. <laughs> so highly recommend it. Right on. Okay. So obviously there's like so many different fun things to do, like in the Huntsville and like in the, some of these smaller towns, like you mentioned the, the, the U S space and rocket center earlier, I know that's like a really great experience. I went there once uh, when I was there for a, a, a TBEX conference. I mean, obviously, you know that the rockets are tall, but when you actually stand at the base of one of them, it is like awe-inspiring, like how big these rockets truly are. Or to see it laying on its side in the Davidson Center, for instance, at Saturn V, it's amazing to go in there. So those they'll make a big impression. And of course, the space camp, that's connected to that. So many children in the area and all over the country for that matter, come to Huntsville for space camp. Oh, for sure. And then uh, let's see. So there's, I know there's a bunch of museums. I try to take my kids to something that's educational, but also fun. Uh, I know there's some other different museums there, like the, uh, the natural science museum. Oh, listen, the cook museum of natural science indicator is new. It's only been open for a few years. It is fabulous. They have left no stone unturned in quality there and at the excellent displays. The people that they have hired to help lead you through it are all experts in their area. They're either former science teachers or scientists themselves. And it's just a wonderful facility. Actually, after it only been open for, you know, just a few months, USA Today named it the top new museum in the country. So it's it's a crown jewel, I think, for the city of Decatur. Oh, that's fantastic. I can't wait to take my kids down there. I love, especially like interactive exhibits. I love them being able to kind of get their hands dirty and, and experience it for themselves. Oh, and crawl under and over. And I mean, they'll be like they're right in the middle of a tree or they might be in a cave or just all kinds of things. And there are lots of live animals in the museum also. Fantastic. Well, speaking of live animals and everything and the nature, I know also the, the Huntsville Botanical Garden is really nice as well. Wonderful. Yes, it's beautiful. The spring, of course, is amazing time, but any time of year, it's good. Of course, in the Christmas time, they have their parade of lights, festival of lights. But one thing we did with our grandchildren, you know, sometimes you'd say to kids, go to a botanical garden, but if you give them a camera, 
even let them use cell phone cameras and stuff like that and have them make photos of things, then they get really engaged in the experience by walking through and and photographing each other or the plants or the ones they like best. And they also have a butterfly house there that's very fascinating for children. Oh, that's so cool. Okay. Uh, One of the things I was looking uh, at as I was doing a little research on on some of these towns is uh, in Coleman, there's like the Ava Marie uh, Grotto. Ave Maria Grotto, yes. Now that was created by one of the monks who uh, spent over 50 years building it. And he had never seen these places, but he made miniature replicas of them out of found objects, stones or rhinestone jewelry or pottery pieces, all kinds of things. But he just created this little town, this little village, but it has all these miniature buildings that you walk through. And it was kind of his labor of love, I think you could call it. Oh, that's pretty cool. Okay. Uh, and then last one, what's Tom's Wall that's over in Florence? Tom's Wall was created by a man named Tom Hendricks in memory of his great-great-grandmother, who was a Native American who was taken away from her home during the Trail of Tears. She had to leave what she called the river that sings and was taken off to Oklahoma along with so many others. Well, she felt compelled to get back to the river that sings and spent five years walking back from Oklahoma to get back home. Well, Tom found the diaries of this great-great-grandmother, and he said, I want to do something to commemorate her and the journey that she made. So he started bringing rocks in from the Tennessee River onto his property and created a wall. It's an unmortared wall. It's kind of a maze with several open spots, but it's an incredible place. And he spent over 30 years hauling these rocks and he would get them on his wheelbarrow and take them to a spot. And he it's the largest unmortared wall in the country. And it's also the largest memorial to a Native American woman in the country. So I think it's just an incredible experience to go and see it. Now, Tom died a couple of years ago, but his son continues to manage it. It's free. You can just go and just walk through that, that wall, walk through the maze that's so amazing. I mean, I, obviously our ancestors and our, you know, our, our grandparents and everything are, are so amazing for us. But being able to kind of spend that many years creating something like that that's going to live on for generations in uh, kind of memoriam to a really special lady uh, who obviously was very dedicated in her, in her own right for walking all those years to get back. That's really awesome. I, I, I love hearing stories like that. Yes. Well, I got to meet Tom before he died, and he told me the story himself. And so that was an incredible experience for me. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, uh, we only have a few minutes left and I don't want to miss out on talking about some amazing food. I know there's a lot of like great restaurants and especially in these little towns, like it's almost like they're pouring their heart into the, into these meals and everything. So let's talk about some of the, the great places we need to visit to, to grab some food. Okay. Well, in Hartzell, you've got to go to the freight house. It's right beside the railroad tracks, right down from the depot. Of course, the railroad actually created Hartzell. If it hadn't been for that, I don't know whether we would have existed. But the freight house 
is um, the Poulet de Normandie that they have every every day. That's kind of like a chicken and dressing kind of dish. And then the strawberry pretzel salad that they serve with it is wonderful. And on the square in Athens, you might want to try the Sweetest Things Tea Room. Their champagne chicken and homemade caramel cake are amazing. Uh, the little ladies that own it, it's uh, like a sisters, a mother and sisters, things like that. They are very good card carry members of a local Baptist church. So I always chuckle when I see the champagne chicken on their menu. <laughs> and then, of course, Tom Brown's restaurant in Madison is new. It's beautiful. And they have a red fish with crawfish julie that I just really love. And we can talk about Bob Gibson's. We can't talk about North Alabama without talking about Big Bob Gibson's Barbecue Indicator. It's on 6th Avenue Indicator. My husband, his go-to is a pulled pork sandwich and a bag of chips. And, of course, topped off with a good piece of pie. Like, it's hard to beat that for sure. Yes. <laughs> well, there's, there's so many like cool towns and so many different fun things to do. Where would we go for like a really good breakfast uh, in the morning before we head out and, and explore everything? Well, that's a good question. And Florence, right at the bottom of the Strickland Hotel is the Big Bad Breakfast. It's one of John Currents' restaurants. John Currents came out of Oxford. He has he made Oxford, Mississippi, a foodie town, but now he's got this one in Florence. So that's a great place. Okay, like say I'm I'm, I'm out there hanging out with the kids. It's a warm summer day, and they're hankering for a little bit of a treat. Where would we go for like a sweet treat, like some ice cream or a candy or something like that, to be able to kind of satisfy them until we get to dinner time? Oh, you've got to go to Olivia's Shave Ice in Hartzell. Again, it's across from the depot. It is a hopping place after school in the afternoons and on summer days, but they have that wonderful shave ice that's, they do it sort of like Hawaii does where they have the ice cream in the bottom and the shave ice on top. And then that sort of like that condensed milk on top. Oh, it is awesome. And also in downtown Decatur on second Avenue, they have a new ice cream place called Tess's place, T-E-S-S. And they have some great ice cream also. Oh, fantastic. I know my kids. They'll probably want me to take them to both of them. That's just how they roll. Yes. But that's okay. <laughs> but that's that okay. sounds good. That sounds good. <laughs> well, when you come to Depot Days, you can go to uh, Olivia's for sure. Uh, right on. Okay. Well, Connie, I really appreciate you sharing all these amazing tips for you know some of these small cities that, that don't necessarily get a lot of love. You know, like sometimes they kind of people just drive on by and they don't stop and realize all the fun things to do in those towns. But now it's time for the final countdown. If somebody only had time for one meal when they visit a heart soul and these other cities, where should they go and what should they eat? All right. I've got to say it. You've got to go to Big Bob's in Decatur, get their barbecued chicken with white sauce, get some potato salad, baked beans and slaw, and then either a piece of coconut or chocolate pie. It's legendary. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I can feel my, my belt expanding. As, as, <laughs> Absolutely. As, 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 <laughs> right on. And so you've lived in these areas for many years and created so many wonderful memories. What's one of your most favorite? Well, I would go back to Tom Swall again and getting to hear him talk with passion about his project to commemorate his grandmother's journey. Having 15 grandchildren of my own, to think about someone Doing something like that in honor of a grandparent is just amazing to me. He talked about how he wore out three trucks and several hundred wheelbarrows and thousand pairs of gloves and and all this kind of stuff doing this project. So he had another job. He worked 
eight hours a day, and then we come home and do this at night and on weekends. It was amazing. Yeah, it's like a big labor of love for sure. Yes, yes. Well, speaking of good times and happy memories, where's the happiest happy hour in this area? Well, I don't drink alcohol, but I hear that Moe's has a good one. Moe's is in Decatur and in Hartzell, and I think around Huntsville also. Moe's originated in Tuscaloosa, but it has migrated to North Alabama, and that seems to be a gathering spot for happy hour. And then one of the things I always do whenever I, I travel is check out the local pizza. What's the place for pepperoni pizza in North Alabama? Oh, go to Pizza Ed on Main Street in Hartzell. It's been there for a couple of years now. They serve great pizza. I believe you'll be satisfied if you go there. Sounds like a plan for sure. Now, I know you wrote a, a really amazing book about Northern Alabama and all the fun things to do in some of these small towns in Huntsville. And as you're traveling around, I'm sure you, you created some really great, amazing tips uh, on how to travel. What's one of your best travel tips? I would just mostly say to be open, be open and ready to be pleasantly surprised. If you look for the good, you can find it everywhere. In my travels around as a freelance travel writer, I was going all over the Southeast seeing wonderful things, and there are wonderful things, but I realized we had just as many wonderful things right around my home of North Alabama. So I just say, look for the good. Yeah, it's one of those things like if you look for the good or you look for the bad, uh-huh. you'll always get what you're looking for. Yeah, right? exactly. So I just say <laughs> be ready to be pleasantly surprised. Oh, that's fantastic. It's always good to have that positive mindset and being open to new experiences. Well, Connie, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing all these amazing tips. Uh, I can't wait to come out and kind of explore these little towns and and see them all for myself and really kind of have my my children experience them as well. But can you tell the audience a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Well, I am a freelance travel writer and blogger who I live here in Hartzell. And I have my website is theregoesconnie.com. I've written two books so far. I have another one in the works right now. But my two books, one is about when my husband and I were missionaries in Ecuador. It's a collection of my journal entries from that time. And my latest one is called A Hundred Things to Do in Huntsville and North Alabama Before You Die. It was published by Reedy Press and came out in April of 2022. Oh, fantastic. Well, we'll definitely include links to both of those in the show notes. If somebody has questions about your books or about Northern Alabama, what's the best way to reach you on social media? Well, there goes Connie is a great way. There Goes Connie is on Facebook. There Goes Connie and Instagram. There Goes Connie and Twitter, either of those ways. Well, fantastic. Again, we'll have those in the show notes. And uh, Connie, it's been a, a pleasure talking to you and learning about all these cities. And we look forward to seeing you when we travel there. Thank you, Lee. I appreciate it. What an awesome conversation with Connie. I'd love to take a weekend drive from Nashville to North Alabama to explore some of these small towns. You can find all the links we talked about today at wetravelthere.com forward slash Hartzell. We want to say thank you to Award Wallet for being today's affiliate partner. It's my favorite way to track airline miles, hotel points, and other loyalty programs. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash Award Wallet to start your free account today. Join us next time as we visit Lewis, Delaware, to speak with my new friend Rachel Kipp, the author of Secret Delaware. In this episode, Rachel and I talk about attending the Sea Witch Festival, going hiking in Cape Henlopen State Park, and drinking a beer at Dogfish Head Brewing Company. You'll be joining us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast app. That way you won't miss any of our upcoming destinations. 